You are listening to a message from Victory. We hope it inspires you to honor God and make disciples in your community. Today we'll talk about uh, the discipleship mandate. That's basically uh, what we mean by helping somebody follow Christ. You making disciples because that's uh, the last word of Jesus before going back to heaven. And if you're asking God, Lord, give me a word today. That's the same word today. It never changed. Uh, and still the word of God for every believer. Go and make disciples. But as we do that, we're going to talk about uh, Peter's failure. Okay? And I, I think all of us can relate to this. Okay? Um, Peter was the best in their batch um, it, just to give you a little background of Peter, uh, nung week one ho, I showed you some verses showing the list of Jesus' disciples, 12 of them. And in every list, the name of Peter is always mentioned first. And that tells us that he's the leader of the group. He's the senior leader, uh, he's the first among equals, he's part of Jesus' inner circle, uh, merong 12 disciples, pero meron si Jesus na lagi niyang binibitbit na tatlo, Peter, James, and John. And they were given the access and the privilege to some of the uh, meetings and some of the miracles that were not made available to others. So Peter was one of the top guys. He's an anointed preacher. He preached and 3,000 people got saved. And he's one of those that God used to write portions of the Bible we're using today. Can you imagine that? First uh, Peter and Second Peter, the Bible that we're using today, was actually written by this man. So he's, he's uh, one of those that will look up giant in the faith, yet he also failed Jesus. Ilan sa dito pag nakahirinig ko kayo ng mga stories of failure na encourage kayo? I, I'm able to relate more when I hear great leaders talking about their failures because it gives me hope and it tells me that it's normal. Uh, I can relate with the failure more than the success sometimes. Now with Peter, uh, he failed Jesus as well. Now, because we live in an we live in imperfect world and because we are imperfect people we all experience failures ilan sa inyo dito naka-experience na kayo ng failure ilan sa inyo dito perfect hindi okay. <laughs> lahat nagtaas eh okay again how many of you here you already experienced failures yon okay so we're now in the same page even the best among us so today we'll look at the uh, the story of Peter's greatest failure recorded in all four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. Uh, you can read this story. Grabe ano, parang ang saklap. Yung ginawa mong pagkakamali in the past, nababasa ng lahat. Tapos Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. But you know, there's a reason why Jesus allowed that to be recorded in all four Gospels. And that is not to shame Peter, but actually that is to send a message of hope for all of us. Um, Peter's greatest failure also became one of his greatest testimonies. And I believe God wants to do that to all of us as well. So if you have your Bible with you, uh, we're going to read from John chapter 21, beginning in verse 15. And uh, we're trusting that uh, as we read through the story of Peter, God will speak to us wherever you are in your walk with God, whatever situation you're in today. Uh, this message will be God's word for you today. So, verse 15, it says, When they had finished breakfast, 
Jesus said to Simon Peter, Simon, son of John, do you love me more than this? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. He said to him, feed my lambs. Then he said to him a second time, Simon, son of John, do you love me? He said to him, yes, Lord, you know that I love you. And he said to him, tend my sheep. He said to him the third time, and he said, Simon, son of John, do you love me? And Peter was grieved because he said to him the third time, do you love me? And he said to him, Lord, you know everything. You know that I love you. And Jesus said to him, feed my sheep. Can we all pray uh, right now? Lord, we pray today that you will uh, apply your word in our hearts and that you will speak beyond my words, Lord. You will speak to each and every one of us personally. And whatever uh, that we are going through, whatever situation that we're in, Lord, wherever we are in our walk with you, uh, I pray, Lord, God, that your word will be a now word, a timely word for us. Lord, speak to us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Um, uh, uh, Let me start with verse 15. It says, when they had finished breakfast. I wonder how many morning people do we have in this room? Okay, you, you love breakfast. I'm a morning person. Um, maybe part of it is because I'm getting older. Na kahit anong oras ka matulog, nagigising ka pa rin ng 6 a.m. You know, 5 a.m. Kahit puyat ka na. So, when, when they had finished breakfast, there's something about food and ministry. It goes hand in hand. Dito sa Victory, meron po tayong tinatawag na 3 M's. Ministry, meals, and movies. And we are committed to that. There's something about meals, uh, food, and ministry. Now, there's something about food making the conversation more personal. Now, it was a very, uh, uh, that, this is the lowest moment in the life of Peter. And when, when Jesus was about to talk to him, he invited him for breakfast. Coffee muna sila, pancakes, bacon, whatever. And, 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 and Jesus asked him these questions. <clears throat> now, but before we uh, go through this text, let me re- rewind a little. And then we'll go back to our main text. Because uh, just so we will have a better appreciation of the story that, or the passage of scripture we read. Before this, Peter made a bold declaration and promise to Jesus. Uh, the night before Jesus was arrested and before he was crucified, they had a meeting and in that meeting, uh, Peter said something. Bold declaration to Jesus. And we can see that in Mark 14. Again, this is recorded in all four Gospels, but I'm just reading from Mark 14, 29 to 31. Peter said to him, Even though they all fall away, I will not. Hindi ako sure sa ibang mga to, Lord. Feeling ko iwanan ka ng mga to. Iwanan ka sa ere ng mga to. But I assure you, I'm not going to run away. I'm going to be here for you. And Jesus said to him, Truly I tell you this very night, before the rooster crows twice, you will deny me three times. But he said emphatically, if I must die with you, I will not deny you. And they all said the same. Sabi niya, magkamatayan ako, magkamatayan, Lord. Hindi kita iwanan. They'd been friends for years. They traveled together. Uh, they did ministry together. They had great memories. Uh, they, they'd been good friends. And I'm sure... Peter was sincere. He's not trying to, to lie to Jesus. He's not trying to, uh, to have a different agenda. I'm sure during that time, he was sincere. 
I'm sure you've said things also sincerely, but you were not able to follow through. I'm sure you've also made promises. And you're sincere when you gave the promise, but you broke your promise. So si Peter, may ganun siya, no? Malalim na pinagsamahan nila. Doon humuhugot si Peter. There was even a time when uh, Peter's mother-in-law was sick. And even though Jesus was busy, he went to their house and prayed for the mother-in-law of Peter and the mother-in-law got healed. Some theologians are saying that's the reason why Jesus did, Peter denied Jesus three times later on in the ministry. But anyway, uh, we're moving on. Ganyan lang talaga ang buhay. You know, uh, one of the major causes of personal failure he made his bold declaration and then he failed. His greatest declaration became his greatest failure. And, and one of the major causes of personal failure is overestimating our strength. Whether that's moral failure, whether that's failure in marriage or business, it's overestimating our strength. The moment we think we are invincible, the moment we think that we are immune to temptation, or the moment we say that will never happen to me, we are in trouble. We put our guards down, we become careless, and we become arrogant. We assume things. I can watch that. Kaya ko na yan. I'm matured. I can go to that place. I can be with this person. Even if we are alone, Mom, I know myself. I'm, I'm devoted husband. I will never do that. The moment we think that, that's when we are going to be prone to temptation. That's what happened to Peter. Sabi niya, that will, I will never do that. That will never happen to me. He was overestimating his, his strength. The truth is, given the right situation, you and I are capable of any sin. David was a man after God's own heart. He was a worshiper. He was a giant killer. He's a giant in the faith. Yet, at one point in his life, he still committed adultery. So, given the right situation, you and I are capable of committing any sin. That's why we cannot overestimate. That also happens to business. And maybe we, ha- we have business people in the room. Uh, there's this book that I read uh, many years ago. Ang title po ng book is How the Mighty Fall, written by Jim Collins, the same guy who authored Good to Great. And really, uh, excellent book. And this is a study of companies who started out very well, who, be, who were established. Uh, some of them, some of the companies here are 50 years old companies. But eventually they declined and they eventually shut down. They closed. And so they made the study and they tried to see if there's a, a similarity. What caused these companies to decline and eventually uh, be out of business? And he outlined five stages of decline. And the first one, they said, he, here is the r- red sign, the warning sign. First one is arrogance or what they called hubris of success. When they started growing, when they started having more resources and finances, they, they assumed that they can do everything. And they can enter all kinds of business and they will get the same result. They became careless. Peter, after that, uh, that incident, 
uh, in John chapter 21, verse 3, uh, it says, he went back to fishing. So, I, I'm sure, sobrang sama ng loob ni Peter, he was so down. I mean, he was, he, he was crushed because of what happened. Just the thought of betraying his best friend, betraying Jesus. And every time he would hear the rooster crows. Can you imagine sa umaga, naririnig mo lang, si Jesus. Sama, no? Meron ba kayong ganun? Yung pag may nakikita ka, naririmind ka ng guilt mo or ginawa mo in the past. Every time you see a person or a place or an item or a scenario, you, it, 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 it's replayed in your, in your mind. And, and Peter was like that. So he went back to fishing. Now, it's not just uh, uh, like a hobby. What that meant is that he went back to his old life. Because he used to be a businessman. Uh, he's into fishing business. That's what he's doing prior to his encounter with Jesus. And after he failed, maybe in his mind, there's no way I can move forward. There's no way I can return to ministry. And there's nothing I can do to make things right. I don't know if you have situations like that na feeling mo wala na. Hopeless na yan. But we can see in the story that God was not yet finished with Peter. People maybe have given up on him. He may have given up on, his, on himself. But God has not yet given up on him. Hindi pa nag-give up si Lord. In fact, with the same way with you, God is not giving up on you. Minsan tayo lang yung madaling mag-give up, no? Especially they say, they say that about the next generation, the millennials. Sabi nila, mababa yung threshold ng millennials. When it comes to perseverance and persistence, when they, when, when they encounter difficulties, they easily quit, back out. And sometimes we do that when it comes to our walk with God. We easily give up. Ayoko na. Trinay ko na itong Christianity na to one month. I tried. I tried walking with God. I tried giving up on my sin. I tried removing the number of the girl. I, I tried to stop meeting with her. But I end up going back. But with God, God is not giving up on Peter. In fact, in Philippians 1.6, and one of my favorite verses in the Bible, here's one thing we can be sure of, and, and I am sure of this. You know, there's a lot of things we cannot be sure about. I, I'm, I'm not sure what will happen tomorrow. I plan my week. Every Monday, I would plot out my schedule. But in reality, tomorrow, I don't know. There's a lot of things we cannot be sure about, but this we can be sure of, that He who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. How many of you know God has started something good in your life? You encounter Jesus. Guess what? Here's your assurance. If you know God has started something good in your life, if you know you had an encounter with Jesus, God will not leave that undone or hanging. Is going to complete it. Because God is not just a good starter, He's a good finisher. He's, he's a faithful God. Now, we go back to our main text, and, and that's where we, uh, how we got to John chapter 21, verse 15, and in this setting of Jesus and Peter having breakfast together. 
And there are three lessons I'd like to draw out from this story that, uh, that I believe is a message of encouragement for us as we move forward and as we answer God's call to make disciples. First one uh, from this story is that Jesus is more concerned about, about our heart than our failure. Jesus is more concerned about our heart than our failure. Uh, you know, what's interesting is that after what Peter did, denying Jesus, when they met, Jesus did not ask for an explanation. Hindi niya sinermonan si Peter. Grabe ka. Kung makapagsalita ka. Ang kapalmur. Hindi, walang ganun eh. Hindi niya binaon si Peter sa hiya o ipaliwanag mo. Ipaliwanag. Walang ganun eh. You know what Jesus asked of him? He simply asked this question, Do you love me? Do you love me? God was going after his heart. You know why? Because to God, what's happening on the inside is more important than what's happening on the outside. You know, one thing I learned about parenting is that I should always go after the heart. More than the actual wrong that was done. Because if I address the issue of the heart, the behavior will follow. But if I focus on the behavior, I might force my children to tame down for a, while, for a period of time, but eventually the issue will come up again. And it's going to manifest in many different ways. So I, I, I have to go after the heart more than what, what's, what has been done. In the same way, tayo, si yung demonyo, ang gagawin niya sa atin, he will focus us on what we've done. You said this. You did that. That's, and he's going to load us with guilt and shame. But you know, more than our failure, what, what's important to Jesus is your heart. Kamusta yung heart mo? How's your heart today? I know you failed, but, but how's your heart? Are you allowing Jesus to address the issue in your heart? Are you allowing Him? Or, or are you running away? Jesus is more concerned about our heart than our failure. And basically, uh, Jesus was asking Peter, because if you love me, do you love me? Abini Peter, yes. Okay. Because if you love me, then we can move forward. We can do something about it. How's your heart today? Second, uh, is that Jesus' love for us is greater than all our failures. Jesus' love for us is greater than our failures. You know, when, I jo- when my daughter and I joined our first me and my dad camp, I think two weeks ago, no, Pastor Joash, I-, I brought a lot of disposable plates and cups and spoon and fork. Mas madali <laughs> It's easier, it's more convenient. Ayoko nung maghuhugas pa ako, magluluto na nga ako ng, ng corned beef. <laughs> Iinitin ko na nga, di ba? Ayoko na may huhugasan pa. Ma, ma, mahirap eh. Pag disposable, madali. After using it, I can just throw it away. You know, that's, for some people, that's how they approach relationship. If it's not convenient anymore, when they think they already got what they need, or if, if an offense is committed, they simply throw away the relationship. 
That's why there's so many short-lived relationships today. Sobrang common din yan sa mga young people, you know? Short-lived, three months, two months, disposable relationship. But how many of you are glad God is not like that when it comes to relationship? God don't believe in disposable relationship. God believes in a permanent, everlasting covenant relationship. You know what's amazing with God is that He would always initiate a covenant. Pag meron siyang Abraham or anybody who's walking with Him, the Bible says He don't need to make a promise because He's trustworthy. But just to make a point that is committed to this relationship, He will give promises. He will enter a covenant to assure us that no matter what happens, He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. And I believe that's what God wants to bring to us, security. Security. Gusto ni Lord malaman mo, whatever happens, His love will endure forever. You will commit failure. You will fail. But God's love won't fail. You will be unfaithful. But God will remain faithful. God's love for us is greater than our failures. I, uh, I read this book about uh, Billy Graham. is uh, one of the most respected evangelists in the United States. States. I think it's 95 now. Buhay pa siya eh. Mga approaching 100. Uh, mahina na siya. But during his prime, he traveled around the world. He preached to millions of people. He became the pastor of several U.S. presidents. Uh, his integrity is really above reproach. He's respected of all denominations and religions in the world. And uh, in one of his uh, book, in one of the book written about him, there's this portion, an interview about uh, w- with him and his wife, and they and they were being asked about their marriage. And there's this reporter who asked Miss Graham, si Ruth Graham. Sabi niya, ma'am, in your decades of marriage, was there ever a time when you thought or ever or even considered divorce? And sabi ni Ruth Graham, divorce? No. Murder? Yes. And what she meant by that is that their marriage wasn't perfect, but divorce never became their option. They're, they're, in, they're in the marriage together. They, they will have uh, conflicts and fights, but we are committed to work this out. There is no plan B for us. Divorce is never an option. You know, the same way with God, with this relationship with you and me, God has no plan B. There will be failures, but God is willing to work it out. God is not going to leave us nor forsake us or nor abandon us. The Bible says that uh, in Romans chapter 8, that there is nothing in all creation that will separate us from the love of Christ. Wow. Yan merong forever. My forever kay Lord. Sabi niya, neither height nor depth or uh, angels nor demons nor famine, nor sword. There is nothing in all creation that will separate you and me from the love of Christ. No sin, no failure that will separate you and me from the love of Christ. But what the enemy will say to you when you fail is that, hindi ka natatanggapin ni Lord. 
And He will lo- load you with guilt and shame. That's why our tendency, wag na magpakita sa church. Tendency, wag na magbasa ng Bible, wag na magpray. Is to st- run away from Christ. But that's not God's will for us. There's a verse in the Bible that says, His mercy is new every morning. How many of you know you are here because of the mercy of God? Grabe, how many of you are glad every day there is mercy available for you and me? I need mercy every day. We sin every day. I'm not talking about blatant sins, okay? Sometimes you lose your temper. I have a victory group member. Last Wednesday, may business siya. Meron siyang customer na sobrang pasaway. Bago kami mag-start ng victory group, sabi niya, Pastor Ryan, pa-pray naman. Sabi niya, nag-curse ako kanina. <laughs> may kausap ako sa phone. Eh. Na-trigger na- siya kasi binabastos yung mga staff niya. Wala siya dun eh. So he was triggered. Pasensya ka na. <laughs> pray kami. Okay, pray, pray, pray. We need mercy every day. How many of you need mercy every day? The Bible says, His mercy is new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. I've been alive for 38 years. And I was counting kanina. 38 years times 365 days. That's more than 500,000 mercies that God has given to me the past 38 years. Grabe, 500,000 plus mercies. Every day I receive mercy. Hindi niya sinasabi, oh Ryan, ah, pang, pang 500,000 mo na yan. Konti ka na lang. No, sabi niya, His mercy is new every morning. Every day is a reset. Every day is a reset. And last thing. And here's the connection to our topic today. To go and make disciples. Help somebody move forward. Preach the gospel. Jesus wants to use us in spite of our failures. Jesus wants to use us in spite of our failures. Jesus did not only restore uh, forgive and restore Peter, he commissioned him to do the work of ministry. Sabi niya, do you love me? Okay, we're done. After this, let's, let's address this. But after this, forget about this. Let's move forward. Feed, the sheep, feed my sheep. Take care of my sheep. Let's do work, the work of ministry. So Lord, hindi siya nagkikip ng record of wrongs. Sometimes we do. Kita mo na nung last week? Ganyan ka rin. Parati kang ganyan. Natatandaan mo nung elementary ka? Oh, grabe, ano? <laughs> Nag-research. Ganyan ka na. Ten years old ka pa lang. Si Jesus, di siya nagkikip ng record of wrong. Sabi niya kay Peter, okay, this is bad. We're not sugarcoating. This is, this is sin. But I want you to know, after this, Let's go. Go and make disciples. The same way with you. That's the message of Jesus for all of us today. Don't just eat. Feed. Minsan may mga ganun, Pastor, dito kami kasi gusto ko yung feeding dito. <clears throat> okay naman yun. We need feeding, no? Personal time in the Word, Sunday, we need feeding. Pero, wag lang puro feeding. 
feed someone else. There's so many people who's yet to receive the gospel of Jesus Christ. And you know how it feels if we are always being the one receiving and we're not spreading the gospel? You know, I have here, uh, before I end, uh, sayang naman, I, uh, we, we have this box of donuts, Jayco. Sino gusto ng Jayco? Okay, para habang nakikinig kayo ng preaching. No? Uh, gusto mo? Okay. Mamaya, bigyan ko to. Bro, kuha ka ng isa. Kuha, pili ka kahit anong gusto mo. Walang bayad dyan. Okay, tayo ka nga. Kagat ka nga. Ingitin mo lang sila. Ayo. Sarap. May brood coffee pa to, ha? Bigyan kita. Sino gusto? Okay, sige. I'll give. Okay, meron. Okay. Okay. Kuha ka pa isa. Kuha ka ulit. Kuha ka lang. And, kuha ka. Pwede mong kainin. Okay. Sino gusto dito sa side na to? Sino? Okay. You want? Oh, sige. Kuha ka pa. Kuha ka pa. Yan. Chocolate. Sarap. O, sino gusto dito? Sa likod. O, talaga may gumag. <laughs> Medyo malayo. Dito na lang ulit. Kuha ka pa. Yan. Uwi mo sa bahay nyo. Sabi mo sa parents mo, attend sila. Marami pa. Next week. Sa iyo na to, uwi mo pa. Ilan sa iyo dito masama ang loob? <laughs> Nag-struggle na kayo. Mukhang <laughs> mag-fail ako dito, pastor, ngayon. ha. Parang something's wrong, di ba? Unfair. Meron, la, meron dito mga mukhang gutom na tayo. <laughs> Unfair. Meron akong 12. Tapos, ito ayaw na. Taas na yung sugar level. Pinapakain ko pa. Tapos meron mga nagmamakaawa. Dito. <laughs> Unfair, no? You know, this is the picture of Christians who always wants feeding, feed me, feed me, feed me. But not sharing the good news to others. Unfair. Sampu ng Jayco. Okay kay Jan? You can share. You have so much. You know, when, when Jesus talked to Peter, He said, it's not about you, Peter. Feed my sheep. And that's my exhortation for you today. You want to move forward? One indication that you are moving forward is that you are not always looking to yourself only. But you're taking your eyes off yourself and you're starting to see the need of other people. Uy, marami pa palang tao, Lord, hindi lang ako. You know, last thing as I end in, in Luke chapter 22, Verse 31 to 32, it says, Simon, Simon, behold, Satan demanded to have you, that he might sift you like wheat. But I have prayed for you that your faith may not fail. And when you have turned again, strengthen your brothers. You know, Jesus knew, even before Peter denied him three times, Jesus knew already Peter is going to, to fail. He wasn't shocked. The same way with you, bago ka pa nag-fail, alam naman ni Lord eh. He factored that in. He knows you're going to fail. 
In fact, some of you here, you failed Jesus yesterday. Maybe some of you here, you failed Jesus last night when you were in front of that computer. Jesus knew Peter was going to fail, but Jesus said, but I prayed for you. And you're going to bounce back. And when you do, not if, but when, strengthen your brothers. And the same way with us, I don't know where you failed. I don't know if you're failing. I don't know where, where are you going to fail in the future. But I want you to know God prayed for you. And you are going to bounce back. That our failure is not final. Someone said failure is not a person, it's an event. And when we fail, remember this. That by the grace of God, you're going to bounce back. And when you do strengthen others. And you know one way you're going to strengthen others is through your testimony. And your testimony is, I failed but God is faithful. I failed, but the love of God endured forever. I failed, but God is giving me the grace to minister to others. I failed, but God is at work in my heart. That's your testimony. Actually, in this story, Peter is not the hero. He is actually the villain. Jesus is the hero. You know, in your life, in your story, you are not the hero. You are the villain. Jesus is the hero. And though you fail with Jesus, you will always rise up again. Amen? And the reason God wants to restore us is not so we can go on with our life, just have a convenient life, but God wants to use us. You have a ministry. You have a ministry. Can you please turn to the person seated next to you? Tell that person you have a ministry. Hindi lang pastors, hindi lang ako, may ministry ka. God did not only save you, he gave you a ministry. And what ministry is that? In Second Corinthians, he said, and he gave us the ministry of reconciliation. All this is from God who through Christ reconciled us to himself. Masaya tayo. We are at peace with God. My relationship now kay Lord. My sins have been forgiven. I'm walking in the blessing of God. But wait, there's more. That's not all. You are reconciled to God. And with that, He gave us the ministry of reconciliation, meaning us reconciling other people to Jesus. How's your parents? Are they reconciled to Jesus? How about your siblings? Are they reconciled to Jesus? How about your your office mates? How about your employees? Are they reconciled to Jesus? If not, that is your ministry. The people in your circle of influence is not an accident. You are the missionary. You have a ministry. And God wants to commission you tonight. In spite of your failures, God wants to use you. Amen? Can we just pray right now? Father God, we thank you for your word. Lord, thank you God just for the load of encouragement we received from you tonight. Thank you for the story of Peter. We can find hope and encouragement in the midst of our failure. Lord, thank you for securing us that no matter what happens, your love will be greater than our failures. That your love will endure forever. And Lord, I pray that will encourage us that we're not going to use that as a license to sin. 
Rather, it will be a motivation for us to continually move forward. And every time we fall, we're not going to stay on the ground. We're going to rise up again. You said in your word, a righteous man may fall seven times, but seven times he will rise up again. So thank you, Lord God, for giving us hope tonight. Thank you, Lord God, for assuring us that failure is not final. You can always restore us. And you want to use us. So Lord, use us, Lord. I pray, Lord, that you will also give us tonight a vision for ministry. God, I pray, Lord, show us the people in our circle of influence, our natural relationships. I pray, Lord, you will impart to us your compassion for the lost. Open our eyes that we might see the harvest waiting for us. You said the harvest is plentiful. People who are waiting to receive the gospel. There is no problem with the harvest. Many times the problem is with us. We are not willing to be your mouthpiece, Lord God. To be your hand and feet. But I pray today, Lord God, like Peter, we will go and bring the gospel to people who need to receive it, God. And use us, Lord. Use us. Lord, I pray for those of us here today who may be in a dark place, who maybe are discouraged because of something that happened or because of something that's happening. I pray, Lord God, for your comfort. I pray, Lord God, for their faith not to fail like Peter. Thank you, Lord God, for the assurance that they are going to bounce back. Lord, thank you that tonight there are people who are coming back to you. There are people, Lord God, who are standing up again because they see that light of hope. So thank you, Lord God. I pray that this message will not only strengthen us, but I pray it will strengthen a lot of people, Lord God. Thank you for listening to this message. For more messages like this, slash resources slash podcasts.